0: This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, we continue in our series called Building a Better Life. In these lessons, Pastor Rick dives into the Bible and shows us how God can take a difficult situation and use it to help you build a better future. Well, you've probably noticed the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. That's the power of gratitude. Gratitude. But it's not always easy to feel grateful. That's why Pastor Rick developed a great new resource called The Power of Gratitude. Go to PastorRick.com to find out more or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Withstanding the Winds of Life.
1: Now, during this series, we've been looking at two big ideas. One of them is that there's a better level of living than simply the good life. We call it the better life. Good life's good. You're already living the good life, looking good, feeling good, having the goods. But the better life is the life that's at the next highest level. And now is the perfect time to step up to this higher level. After all of the storms and all of the winds of change that we've been through this past year, God doesn't want you to resume the same old life, but instead he wants to reset a better life, reboot to a better life, rebuild, redefine, restart for a new life. So far, we've looked at eight principles, okay? We've looked at eight principles for rebuilding your life, and today we're going to look at four more. Now, one of the most powerful forces of nature is wind. Wind. It is wind. Uh, you know, Kay and I live out in the canyon, and we have canyon winds uh, for several months in the year, and in the windy season, it's, it's brutal. I remember one time we had a giant, uh, about a 15-foot uh, uh, trampoline, and the wind came along, and this is a heavy thing, and it blew it up against the second floor of our house, and in the wind, I had to go out and I couldn't even pull it down. The wind was so strong, I had to take it apart one little spring at a time uh, to take it apart. Have any of you ever lost uh, patio equipment to, <laughs> to the wind? Okay, you know what I'm talking about. One of the most powerful forces of nature is wind. You know, one time, uh, God actually gave a wind show to Elijah look up here on the screen first Kings chapter 11 verse chapter 19 verse 11 it says this uh, the Lord told Elijah go out and watch what I can do to a mountain with wind so Elijah watched as the Lord sent a great and powerful windstorm to hit the mountain and it hit with such a hurricane force that it split giant boulders and everything was torn loose and coming apart. You know, that last phrase could be a description of this last year. Everything was coming loose and being torn apart. Everything was coming loose and being torn apart. Now, we know that winds are very powerful. Can winds knock you off balance? Yeah, of course they can. Uh, Can winds blow you over? Yeah, can they cause you to fall? Yeah. Uh, can winds blow away valuable things? Yeah. You've lost some things maybe from the wind. Can winds cause erosion? Yes. Wears things down? Can winds force you off course? Yep. You know, you're heading in one direction, the wind. Have you ever had to drive in a heavy wind and you just feel like it's pulling you over to the side one way or the other? It's a very strong force. Can winds wear you out? Yes. Yes, winds can wear you out. Is it harder or easier to work in the wind? It's harder, it's harder. And that's why part of stepping up to the better life that we're looking at in this series means learning how to handle, how to manage, actually how to withstand uh, the rogue winds of life. You see, living a better life, this life we're talking about for several weeks, it's not a problem-free life. You still have problems in the better life. It's just now you have a stronger foundation, uh, and you have um, better better skills, because you can handle the problems better in your life. There on your outline, Proverbs 10.25 says this, Storms can blow away unrighteous people, but the godly have a foundation that keeps them standing firm. The godly have a foundation that keeps them standing firm, so that when the winds of life come into your life, you're not blown away by the problems that you have. Now, the Bible uses wind as a metaphor for a lot of different things, both good and bad. Both good and bad. And we're going to look at some of those metaphors. Before I share uh, four biblical principles for withstanding the winds in your life, I just want to ask you to consider for just a minute uh, a simple question. And the question is this. What kind of winds are, are blowing in your life right now? Okay, just help me think this through. What kind of winds are blowing in your life right now? And I, I've written down there, are there some winds of change are there some things, winds of change that have, that have blown into your life? Are there winds of opposition? Are you facing some opposition physically and mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Are there winds of temptation that you're facing? Are, are there winds of conflict that are cause, causing problems in your life? Are there winds of trouble? By the way, these terms are all used in the Bible. Winds of testing, winds of trouble, winds of temptation... Now all of those things that I just mentioned, do you know what they have in common? They're all uncontrollable. Winds are uncontrollable. And that's what we're talking about this weekend. The things that you cannot control in your life. You can't control the wind. You never have, you never will. And there are relational winds, there are financial winds, there are spiritual winds. There are physical wins. These kind of things happen in your life. And what all these have in uh, common, change, opposition, conflict, trouble, testing, temptation, you can't control them. Why? Because they're either involving other people, and you can't control other people, or they're involving circumstances, and you can't control all the circumstances around you. So what I want us to look at this week... As we're on this journey to moving from the good life to the better life, is how do I handle the things in life that are uncontrollable? That's what I'm calling the winds in your life, the rogue winds, the winds that cause problems, difficulties, opposition, uh, fatigue, but you can't control them. Okay, these are all uncontrollable. They're they're uncontrollable. So what do you do? with the things in your life that are uncontrollable what does god want you to do with the things in your life you have absolutely no control over you you know what to do with the stuff you've got control over but this weekend we're looking at what about the stuff that you don't have control over well the bible uses the word withstand you withstand the winds that come into your life. Winds of change, winds of conflict, winds of temptation, testing, trouble, all these different things. You withstand. When I can't control a disease, when I can't control another person, when I can't control what's going on in my country, when I can't control the direction culture is going, when I can't control how my spouse acts or reacts, What am I supposed to do? The Bible uses the word withstand. Now, I've written down a definition here. You might write this down, it's on the screen. To withstand means to remain undamaged by a destructive force, all right? This is extremely important, so write this down. To withstand means to remain undamaged by a destructive force. And all through scripture, this word is used about things you have no control over. God wants you to withstand the darts of the evil one and so many, many other areas.
0: You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at pastorrick.com. That's Pastor Rick.
2: Did you know experts have discovered that gratitude is the healthiest human emotion? It makes you more resistant to stress and increases your overall happiness and satisfaction. You've probably noticed the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. That's the power of gratitude. In fact, the Bible tells us to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances it's clear that God wants us to develop the attitude of gratitude. That's why Pastor Rick developed a brand new Bible study called The Power of Gratitude. This innovative Bible study is filled with scripture, teaching, exercises, quotes, prayers, and journal pages. As you go through this study, you'll discover the many and often unique things you have to be grateful for every day. You'll develop the lifelong habit of expressing gratitude to God a habit that leads to true happiness and satisfaction. We'll send you Pastor Rick's Power of Gratitude Bible Study when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take God's Word to people around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support.
0: Once again, here's Rick.
1: Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13 says this. Put on the whole armor of God so you'll be able to withstand in evil days. Circle the word withstand. You'll able to withstand in evil days and when they're over, when those evil days are over, when those rogue wind days are over, you'll still Be standing, you'll still be standing. So, since I can't control the winds that occur in my life, I can no more control the wind. Tomorrow's supposed to be really windy, Uh, and uh, it'll be windier for the people who are here for worship. What do you do? Well, you withstand the winds, the destructive winds of life. What I want us to do this weekend is look at four passages that talk about wind and the antidote to winds by withstanding, all right? There are four keys. I'm gonna give you four more principles on how to move from the good life to the better life. This has to do with the problems in your life that you can't control, all right? Here's the first key. The first key to withstanding destructive winds in your life stay connected to my spiritual family. I need to stay connected to my spiritual family. God never meant for you to face destructive winds, whether it's a death, or a disease, or a detour, or a delay, or a difficulty. God never meant for you to withstand the destructive winds of life by yourself on your own. The very first thing God says is it's not good for man to be alone. So whether you ever marry or not is irrelevant. What I'm talking about is you need a spiritual family. You need a spiritual family for support so you can stay connected during the rough times of life. It is one of the main reasons Jesus created his church to be a family of support. Now let's look at a passage on this. Ephesians chapter four, verses 11 and following, down to 14. God has given his church, God has given his church gifted apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers to equip God's people for their work of service. What's your work of service? That's your ministry. God puts you on this earth not to live for yourself, but for you to make a difference with your life. That's called your ministry. Your work of service is your ministry. So God gives these gifted people, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, to equip you for your work of service so that we, in the body of Christ, may be built up together until we're all unified in the faith. Now, remember, we're talking about building a better life. This is about how do we build a better life? How are we built up? we're built up in the better life together. You're not built up for the better life on your own, we're built up together. Until we're all unified in our faith and we become fully mature and grown up in our thinking like Christ. That's God's goal for you. Then, here's the goal, here's the the result of it. Then, we'll no longer be babies tossed back and forth Tossed back and forth, blown here and there by every shifting wind. We're not blown here and there by every shifting wind of teaching from deceptive people who lead you into error with lies that they make sound like the truth. Okay. Now that's, that passage has got a lot of stuff in it, so let's just tear it apart a little bit at a time. First, circle the phrase built up. God's church is his tool for building you up in the better life. You cannot live the better life on your own. You can live the good life on your own. But you can't live the life that God intended for you on your own. You need a spiritual family. And it says in that spiritual family, God has gifted certain people to teach you and to build you up. I'm one of them. I'm a pastor. I'm a teacher. God has gifted me to build you up for the better life. My gifts aren't for my benefit. My gifts are for your benefit. And God has given you gifts, and your gifts are not for your benefit. Your gifts are for my benefit, and everybody else too. Our our gifts are always for the benefit of others. That's how we need each other in the family of God. Now, It says that their job, these apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, guys like me, women like me, it says their job is to keep you from being blown away by false ideas. Blown away by shifting winds of teaching. What are shifting winds? That's something that people believe it this year, and next year they believe something else. And next year they believe something else. Opinions shift. The truth never changes. If it was true 1,000 years ago, it'll be true in 1,000 years from today. But an opinion changes. Facts actually change. You know, nothing is more irrelevant than a 10-year-old science book. And nothing is even more irrelevant than that than a 5-year-old computer book. They're worthless, you use them as doorstops. why? Because they don't stay current, because it's not simply truth. And they, were, they get out of date, and stuff that we used to believe, we now know, oh, we don't believe that anymore, we know that's not true, we now know. Even stuff about biology and about anatomy, things that doctors used to think, well that piece of the body is irrelevant, we, don't, we now know, well, we've discovered a little bit more, it's, it's more relevant than we thought. So our job, my job, is to help you not be blown away by shifting winds of teaching from deceptive people who lead you into error with lies they make sound like the truth. Okay, let me just say this. I beg you to stop watching cable news. I beg you to stop watching cable news. I don't care what channel it is, just stop watching cable news. Why? Because they are deceptive. What do you mean, they're not telling me the truth? No, they're telling you a partial truth. Because now we don't have news anymore, we now have opinion. And people will tell you what they tell you is true, but it's not the whole truth. It's not all the truth. They're only telling you the part of the truth they want you to hear. They're not telling you all the truth. They're not giving you the whole picture. They're giving you partial truth. And partial truth means it's partial untruth because it's not the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. All right? So it says the first thing we need to do is we need to stay connected to our spiritual family. These people in the family help us with the shifting winds and all the deception that's out there, and people who are sharing lies that make it sound like the truth. God's tool built up is to build us up for better life. By the way, let me just stop here a minute and say, I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of you. I commend you. Why? Because you have stayed connected to the body of Christ. Unfortunately, there are people that the moment we stopped having public services, they're They're gone. And they're never coming back. They won't be back at church white. They got out of the habit. So I commend you for doing that. Here's the first key to withstand. Stay connected to my spiritual family. Here's the second key to withstanding. I'll write this down. Put into practice everything I learn. That's the second thing God tells us to do in order to withstand the tough winds of life. I need to not just hear the word of God. You've been hearing it you've been listening to it online, you've been coming back to services. But more than that, you put into practice. You don't just listen to God's word, you do it, you obey it, you practice it. And that's what helps me withstand stuff I can't control.
0: This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy that you've chosen to study along with us today. Did you know you can start every day with hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick? Well, you can when you sign up to receive his life-changing Bible teaching delivered directly to your inbox. Just go to PastorRick.com and sign up for his free Daily Hope devotional. Don't miss out. Sign up right now at PastorRick.com. Rick will be right back to close out our time today, but first... You've probably noticed the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. That's the power of gratitude. But it's not always easy to feel grateful. Here's Pastor Rick to tell you about an exciting new Bible study he created to help you practice daily gratitude.
1: One of the things that God wants us to do, and he says it over and over in Scripture, is to practice gratitude. Did you know that gratitude is good for us? The Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5:18, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You wanna know what God's will is for you right now? It is that you learn gratitude in all circumstances. There's always something you can be thankful for. In fact, I've discovered and I've read many reports that experts have told us that gratitude is the healthiest human emotion. Did you know that gratitude makes you more resistant to stress? Did you know that gratitude makes you less susceptible to illness? Did you know that gratitude increases your overall happiness and satisfaction? That gratitude gives your life more meaning and significance? I don't know if you've ever noticed that the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. That's the power of gratitude. So I want you to live with the attitude of gratitude, the attitude of thankfulness, Now I've put together a brand new Bible study called The Power of Gratitude. And in it, you'll find scriptures and teaching and exercises that'll help you develop the habit. Cultivate the habit of gratitude. You'll discover how to stay in God's will, how to defeat discouragement, how to conquer complaining, how to reduce stress, and how to experience God's blessing through gratitude. Friends, I wanna help you develop a deep and a profound attitude of gratitude. The world is craving people like this and you will be able to experience all that God has for you. So today, when you partner with me by giving a gift, a financial gift to Daily Hope, to help us take the certain hope of Jesus to people all around the world, I'm gonna have my team send you the power of gratitude Bible study. I just want to say thanks to you. I want to be grateful for you. You know, your support is essential for us taking the daily hope message of Jesus all around the world. So do that today. Send us a gift and let me send you a gift and you'll be grateful and so will we. God bless you.
0: Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. And thanks so very much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.